and welcome to another episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host, Matt, and I am joined today by Gab and G for this episode of the show. Thanksgiving is close, which means your fantasy football trade deadline is fast approaching. We take a look at some of the players that you might want to target to gear up for a playoff run. Also, we will have for you our starts and sits of the week, as well as a recap of our listener league and some fantasy football council. Today is November 17th, 2021 and this is the 40th episode of the show the big 4-0 it's crazy how far we've come already and uh crazy how far we've come in the fantasy season i know it felt like halfway through the season it felt like the season was super long but now it feels like it's almost closing in on us and um we don't have a lot of football left dude the season sucked it's awful why'd you say that cheeks Patriots are winning. Well, I already knew that. Like, it was regardless, but I'm just saying, like, it just feels so horrible. I don't know. <laughs> That's just the feeling I'm getting, you know. As a uh, three and seven uh, player from uh, our, our second annual Sports Council League. Yeah, let me just get into it real quick. So, it was an awful week for uh, me. I don't care about everyone else's uh, weeks, but I'm still going to go through it. So, starting from the, uh, starting from the, t- from the bottom, really. Um, Dylan, or Brock Hampton, one of our uh, fellow podcasters here, lost to 114.72, um, the 139.32 to uh, Mick Youngboy, or... Uh, uh, Gotta say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Master Bates. Like, dude, what a freaking bait, dude. You just changed your name, straight Mick Youngboy, just so I had... So, just so you know, we had to say it, Okay. You're stupid. You took two dubs. I'll give you that. But this this week you're gonna <laughs> take it out. Yeah. So Mc Mc Young Boy won that matchup. Um, next we have uh my boy G Jamar. Uh, he uh he won against uh, Simple Jack one twenty five forty four to eighty three thirty four. What a piss poor showing from Simple Jack. But I'm not any better. I, I actually scored less than him. He actually so, came back. He actually like, came back. Started adding a bunch of players. He still lost. Still lost. Well, you know, all that great, all that effort goes to nothing. Okay. Um, Nando with a comeback season. Really? He just got a free, he just got a free week. Even when I, even though I'd never got a free week, he played Vivek this week. Vivek literally didn't set his lineup. He had uh, how many? He had, oh my God. He, He had five people out in his lineup. Oh my God! You don't. You guys don't understand how much that pisses me off. Because the one it. week, the one week he sets his lineup, he actually beats me. And it was I'm supposed to get a free win. Really, I'm supposed to be four and seven right now, or four and six. But that's neither here nor there. We don't talk about the past. Nando won one hundred seven point ten to twenty seven oh two against Vivek. What a bum, um, well, Matt. Vivek also ahead. knows the fact that you know he listened to the podcast last week, and we called him a free win apparently, and um. He let him have the win, basically. So he scored <laughs> a whopping 27 points. 27 points. Jesus. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that ever happen before. If there was a challenge where you had to score the least amount of points, Vivek, congratulations. You're the champion. Yeah, that's the lowest I've seen in the league. 27 yeah. is ridiculous. And yeah. this is in PPR, bro. Oh, my God. Lovely. That's pretty insane. And he, yeah, well, he, he had a couple people, like, actually out. So um, next, we're moving on to Matt, our uh, gracious host. He played uh, Team Andrew. Um, Battle of the Beasts, really. 
Uh, Matt ended up coming up to on top, um, 161, 14 to um, Andrews, 121, 92. Congratulations, Matt. You're on a hot streak, three wins in a row. Um, love it, love it. Two, yeah, second second place, you know. I don't know what it is. It's probably collusion, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And uh, congratulations. Uh, and then our other host, G, um, he pulled a great win, you know, he's comeback season, maybe the, um, four or three tight end set is really working for him. You know, George yeah, is peaking right now. Peak yeah, it's formation. Peaking. It's time for him to trade away a couple of his players though. He already told me that behind the scenes, uh, he scored 148, 98. Um, and he beat Matt's friend, uh, U- USC Stan. What's his name? Bryant. Yeah. Bryant. Congratulations, Bryant on being a free win. You are ninth <laughs> place. Um, yeah. Hey, let's talk about how three of our hosts on our sports council here are on three-game win streaks, and myself, Matt, and Nando all on three-game win streaks. Isn't that what we? Isn't that what we love? We love to see it. We, we love, love to see, see it. it. But I want to see more from our hosts. But no, Dylan I, finally lost and finally uh, lost eight and two. Sitting, sitting dinner out there. Yeah. Well, you can't win them all, right, Dylan? Uh, I, I'm a strong believer in that. I have been on a three-game losing streak, so, um, you know, that's how uh, I'm feeling. I lost to uh, Bolly Dogs, the guy who absolutely raped me in the trade. Um, I lost to him 117-24 to 74-50. Uh, and, yeah, guys, it's uh, kind of over for my season. I gave up a while ago after uh, Vivek decided to take my free win away from me. <laughs> Thank you, Vivek. Uh, I will um, forever hate you. Um, I have a doll of your, uh, with your face stapled to uh, it, and um, I, I I stab it every night with a uh, pig's blood and a you know a, a, a rotten nail. So our standings more to uh, you than him. No, no. Okay, listen. I, I guess where I got the pig's blood from his refrigerator. Guess what I got the rusty nail from? From a building he built. Um, Dylan is on top still. He's a uh, first place with eight wins and two losses. Um, Matt is second place. Congratulations, Matt. Seven to three. We thought you were going to lose. It looked, it looked pretty scary in the beginning, but you know, you came away. You fought what you're back, way back. Uh, Mick Youngboy is uh, sitting six and four. Um, Jamar is sitting at six and four. Uh, G is sitting at six and four. And Andrew is all sitting at six and four. They're all tied for third place, you know. Um, big and six then, and four week, huh? Yeah, big six and four week. Nando is five and five. Bolly Dog is five and five, and UCSC Stan is a uh, five and five. Um, and uh, I am sitting at tenth place, three and seven. You gotta love it. Um, Simple Jack is at eleventh with two and eight, and uh, Vivek is uh, a cruddy bum. One and nine. No, <laughs> cruddy bum. Yeah, I imagine losing to the person that was one win. <laughs> Imagine getting colluded against. You wouldn't know the feeling. I don't think anyone here knows the feeling. Why don't you be quiet, Matt? You freaking colluder. That was the he, Matt is the puppet puppet master. Okay. Jesus. Nando is coming back. He keeps texting this comeback season. He might not be on the show right now, but uh, we are watching his career with great interest. Yes. As he is, um, uh, he's in the playoffs right now, and I think he faces a test next week. He faces Andrew. So. Andrew. And his yeah. life. Yeah, we're rooting for you, Andrew. Yeah, please. We want you to win. Anyway. All right. But, you know, um, we're about a couple weeks away from the playoffs now. 
And that means your trade deadline is probably in about a week or two, if you're lucky. So let's talk about some guys that we might want to target into the playoffs because of possibly favorable schedule and whatnot. Personally, I'm not a huge believer in picking up a player and starting him just because the matchup is favorable. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, everyone was basically saying, go get Philip Lindsay from the Denver Broncos. This was his rookie year because he plays week 16 against the Raiders and the Raiders are the worst run defense in the NFL, right? So Lindsay's going to have a smash start. He ended up getting three points that uh, week. And <laughs> it just goes to show that basically you you just can't, just because, you know, we're going to say that the matchup is favorable and whatnot doesn't mean you have to go get them. Don't sell all the pieces. Like, let's say Christian McCaffrey goes up against Tampa Bay week 16. That doesn't mean you trade him for someone who goes up against, like, L.A. or, you know, Jacksonville or something like that. That's not what you do. But you should just keep these guys in mind in case you want to make a trade. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so, um, you want to go let me first? Just go or... first? Let me just go okay. first since I only have one. Yeah. Um. I like uh, for my uh, for my trade or like if if unless you already have him, my guy you want to target is Austin Eckler. He's currently ranked uh third in um standard you know standard positioning, and um his matchup um during the playoffs, which for us is a uh, was it week 15, 16, 17? Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Gr- amazing. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't lead you guys astray. Have I ever done that, guys? Never, never, never have I ever. Okay, it's uh, Kansas City trash, Houston, Texas, Texans trash, and Denver Broncos without a uh, without an identity. So you know those three matchups are going to be amazing, spicy with a chance of meatballs. And even before that, if you guys start on the fourteenth, he has the Giants. So really, it's just a bang, bang, bang win for you guys. I mean, it's Austin Eckler. They're probably going to be heading into the um the uh, playoffs. You know, heading it's the end of the season, and you you won't you don't want to hurt people that much. And uh, Austin Eckler is pretty dispensable. They have Keenan Allen and um, Mike Williams, so you know they won't be trying to protect there. Austin Eckler. <laughs> Damn. And, <laughs> so you gotta go target that guy. I absolutely <laughs> murdered Austin Eckler at the end of that. But you know. <laughs> By the way, you should sell uh, Mike Williams if you can. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I just traded for him last week. No way. Nice. That was a good trade. Nice. I promise. Oh, I hate you, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, I, I agree with you guys, with, especially what Matt said earlier about, you know, playoff matchups. I personally look for players that are currently, you know, maybe in a lower part of their season. And you can hope that they get like start peaking towards the end of the season and have like meaningful games in a sense. You know, you know, don't want guys that are resting weeks into this, you know, left with the season because season's already done they're waiting for playoffs right so I, I i put a lot into that so one team that i really have you know things gonna be competing the whole season especially for playoff positioning is the cowboys and from the cowboys i really like cd lamb he's a buy high for me he's gonna be a you know, expensive you know trade probably have to trade your wide receiver one but i think it's a worthwhile trade especially you know if you're looking at his matchups for the playoffs and who he's going against um he got a lot of favorable matchups such as the Washington twice in week four, once in 14. If you have playoffs early, then he's got the Giants in week 15 again, Washington and the Arizona to end the season in 17. So I think those are pretty good matchups for him, especially, you know, Cowboys are going to be looking for to get with a higher one or two seed in the playoffs, especially get those home games. 
So, you know, they'll be fighting for those seeds at the end of the game and seeds and making a lot of touches. Yeah. And um, I think to add on to that point, yeah, CD Lamb, I think he's consistently the number one guy now in Dallas. And Mark Cooper's kind of faded out of that picture. Um, but second year breakout is real. And I think you should continue to expect CD to do great things. So, I think what my first playoff target, it is David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears. I think Montgomery is someone that you can probably still target because he just had a bye week. Uh, there's still some uncertainty there, perhaps from the owner, that they might want to trade him so that you know they might be open to the possibility because they don't see the split carries with Herbert yet. I think it's going to be Montgomery's backfield moving forward. And if you have him, he's going to go up against the Vikings week 15. Seattle week 16, New York Giants week 17. So it gets better every week you progress into the playoffs. Remember last year, Montgomery had an incredible end to the year. And he's actually been doing solid to start this uh, season in the four games he had. He was pretty good in each one. And Chicago has a rookie quarterback. They're going to want to rely on the run game in order to win games. So look for Montgomery to repeat his kind of playoff performance from last season. Also, it's the Bears, so they're not going to be really playing for anything. They're just going to be playing for some uh, – they're not playing for the playoffs. They're playing for some uh, jolly good time. <laughs> Everyone has to have fun. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to finish my last two here. So the second one, I really like the Eagles schedule heading forward, and that's why in the Listener League I picked them up already, the Eagles defense. I know it's not a very enticing move ever since they know they get destroyed pretty often. And I think they're what, like four and six or something like that. So they're not great as it stands. But if you just look at the schedule they've had, they've faced up against Denver, who is not, you know, the greatest, but they could be, you know, a decent play. But you have New Orleans this week without a quarterback, basically. You got the Jets and Giants back to back weeks by week. Then you got the Washington football team, the Giants again, and the Washington football team. Week 18 is Dallas, but you're not playing week 18 unless you're crazy. That is an incredible schedule. So basically you have the Jets, the Giants twice, the Washington football team twice. I think that is as good of a defense as you can get for that. The only problem is you're going to have a bye week still, week 14. You might want to switch for that. But other than that, the Eagles already just got 17 points in our listener league just from Denver itself. And that's mostly because Teddy Bridgewater can't tackle um, defensive back. <laughs> I would absolutely, absolutely start the Eagles defense. And last one, last but not least, Javante Williams from the Denver Broncos. Rookie running backs break out in the second half of the season. Rookie wide receivers also tend to break out in the second half of the season. So I would target any and all rookie running backs and wide receivers, Javante Williams in particular, because he not only has the potential, we've seen his potential, but we've also seen, you know, he has a great schedule ahead of him. And, you know, that includes Melvin Gordon, but I think that Javante still has that power. So if you can't get to Javante, you could settle for Melvin Gordon. They both have good schedules. It's against Cincinnati, Vegas, and the LA Chargers to end the year. The last two of which have the worst run defenses in the NFL. So, I think Javante is going to have a league-winning kind of uh, season at the end of the year, and then he's probably going to be a high second-round pick moving forward if they get rid of Gordon next year. Yeah, and I got one last one. Um, I got another receiver 
And uh, this is one of those you know, things I kind of mentioned, uh, potential. You know, they got a new quarterback situation, so I think it's going to be a better situation. And, and if you couldn't tell, I was talking about DJ Moore. Um, you know, with the addition of Cam Newton, I think that's going to be a really good uh, quarterback situation and uh, definitely an upgrade from what's going on right now in the sense that they'll be getting down the field more and having the opportunity to score more touchdowns. And DJ Moore is going to be, you know, the vocal point of the receiving uh, other than, you know, McCaffrey. Obviously, he's, you know, McCaffrey. So, uh, you know, that's a really good, important thing for me. I, I would take the risk on it because if he or the offense starts clicking, you know, there's a potential that you got much more value for what you probably ended up getting, giving for him. He's had some bad weeks, especially recently, last three weeks. But, you know, if you just look at the rest of the season, he's got Washington, Miami, a bye, Atlanta, Buffalo, which is a hard matchup, but Tampa and New Orleans. But he's got pretty, you know, relatively good matchups going forward. That's what you're looking for. And I feel like personally, I think their offense is going to, you know, take another stride forward as they did in the beginning of the season when they first got Sam Darnold. Like just like last year when they first got Teddy Bridgewater, they had a winning streak. And I think with Cam Newton, when they first started with them, they'll have a winning streak by like three or four weeks. They'll probably get figured out maybe. And you'll see a little aggression. But even then, I think that, you know, it's definitely been the best situation for DJ Moore quarterback-wise in the last maybe two years. Dude, I'm a DJ Moore owner, and I want to sell him like it's uh, like it's hard, dude. I would, I would tend to agree with Gab because I just – Personally, I'm not a believer in Cam Newton. I used to believe, but now his shoulder's all dead. And uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. But His Tampa, hair is dead. Okay. Yeah. He also faces Tampa Bay, though. Tampa Bay is a great path secondary right now, so I could see the point there in terms of playoff scheduling. But that is, uh, that's, that's one that – Yeah. Could, Did you get him for a buy low price? You know, I'm obviously not exactly. saying to pray a high price for him. Like Gav is – like many owners like Gav – we have even more just trying to get rid of him. So, you know, if you got like a couple bench players or something, you know, not value to you, that might be to someone else, like a second quarterback or something. I would definitely, you know, just be willing to give it up to try to go get like a DJ Moore or something. That's funny. I actually did. I bought DJ Moore a couple of years ago for Jared Goff, who was my backup quarterback. And uh, it worked out. Yeah. (laughs) Let me give you another one. Let me just give another surprise. Um, Surprised by, uh, I want to, and Matt's gonna be happy to hear this. I want you to buy James the Flames RB Winston for the end of the year. Okay, let's go. I mean, you gotta look at when, whenever I try to go into the playoffs, I look up for matchup and how well the team I think is gonna be at the end of the year. And I like using teams that love to like just throw in like crappy. Like it, it, you know, they're, they're they're at the end of the it's at the end of the year and they're just playing for fun. You know, they're no, they know they're not going to – they're going to be sitting on their couches all throughout January, you know, in, Dece- in like late December. And the Jaguars are obviously going to be one of those players. Urban Meyer is I – mean, he's not doing anything. And our, James the Flames is a real deal. You know, he should be – he's a starting running back on a good team, you know. And so he, his schedule is Houston, the Jets, and New England. Uh, aside from, like, New England, dude, that's a great matchup. I know he didn't do James the Flames didn't do well against Houston the very first game, but you know they they were just trying. It was just starting new. Everything was still, you know, new. You know, he only got, got five attempts in a game. That's the thing. Yeah, it was crazy. Exactly. Fucker. Exactly. But it's weird. It was a weird off off thing, but you know, it's at home too, and so I feel like he's gonna tank next this next this next week against the um, 
49ers, you know, it's just not going to be a good outing. And then you could probably buy him low then and just be set for the playoffs. I mean, they're going to be playing, trying to have fun, you know, and that's what you like to see. They just like garbage time. You know, Matt Ryan is always, he's like always that, that one guy everyone likes to look at for garbage time King. Speaking of good old garbage time King, Matt Ryan, there was a lot of garbage time last year, last uh, game. And he totaled 0.68. I think in one of my leagues because I started him because I uh, I always yeah I started him in the league and still want I thought I should get a trophy for that yeah point six eight well but Matt Ryan well Matt Ryan is beyond saver yeah it's past being saved now we don't use him he was just one of the kings of garbage time before yeah but my God man Matt you're you're bringing disgrace to the name. No, right. it's, it's actually perfect. It's spot on for the name. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> okay. I mean, speaking of quarterback starts, we're hopefully going to try to do better than less than a point last week. So mm-hmm. we're going to start with our quarterback starts of the week. And mine is a familiar face. He came up a couple of weeks ago for me. And the last time he did that, he got hurt and didn't even play the game. Hopefully that's not the case this week. I'm going to go with Tua, Tua Tagovailoa against the New York Jets. He looked great against Baltimore in relief for Jacoby Brissett. And mostly that's due to the fact that Brissett looked awful. And um, they basically took him out with a phantom injury and put Tua in with a broken finger because they'd rather have that than Brissett. Tua (laughs) is a smash start just because, you know, I think every game he's played ever since the first injury that he had this season has been pretty good so far. And he's gotten a lot of... uh, I think he's getting more comfortable with the offense. I think that he hyper-targets Jalen Waddle, and he is going to have a smash start against a pretty poor New York Jets defense that allowed, what, like 45 to Buffalo? And it wasn't even that hard. And now they're starting Joe Flacco, so I don't expect it to get any better. I think Tua is going to find himself like you're going to find him on the waiver wire because everyone dropped him from the injury. So I'd pick him up. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's Superman. Oh my God! That's my pick this week. I got You're Cam. You're insane. I got Cam <laughs> against his uh, former coach Ron Rivera in Washington. I think Trade Washington's team. been absolutely terrible. They had a great win last week, and what bad teams usually do after a great win is they go out and shit the bed. So I'm I'm, I'm expecting a a very nice performance from Cam against them, and I think they will probably get ugly. Get ugly, aren't they? They've always been ugly, you know. They've been ugly for a while. You um, would know what ugly is, huh? Well, yeah, Ooh. dude. I I talk, I I, I frequently talk to them every was this Wednesday, um, at us. Not, well, we've been doing it previously at seven here, but nine o'clock for the past two weeks. His name is G. Okay, my start of the week before I was really interrupted by some bum. Okay. Um, is going to be Derek Carr versus Cincinnati. Derek Carr has been phenomenal this entire season, right? Uh, I think that he's got like, I believe it's, I think the stat is 90% completion um, for, he had like 90% completion rate last game. And uh, it's against Cincinnati who have been known to like be notoriously, like they give up a lot of points to uh, opposing quarterbacks, you know? And um, it's, it's, yeah. That's all I got to say. Derek Carr has been wonderful this season, and it's against a, like a, a trash defense. They gave up 35 
before the bye to Cleveland. It's a, and you know how much you know how much uh, G hates uh, Baker, you know, and the yeah. Jets. Say the line, 34. G. Yeah, say the line, G. Oh, Baker, Faker, Maker. No, that's just sit every week. I don't realize that. <laughs> that's just sit every week. Anyway. What did I tell you? You guys seen him last week? Yeah. No, Let me get hurt again. It's it's against the Patriots, my Patriots, who I said were gonna lead the uh, the league this season. I feel like we need to we need to find the replay of that. I swear, I said that. I said they were gonna be on the top of the AFC East, bro. Let's see. Let's They're see so now. close. What a, hard, what a hard division that you must play in. They're so close. Yes, do we play against the Bills and the the the, the people? The Bills and then the Bills will answer. People and that's suckers, like, Dolphins, dude. Dolphins like the cuck. Oh yeah, that's so hard and difficult. I don't know how you guys do it and win every year. Yeah, I, I mean, well, the Steelers so and the 49ers. The Dolphins like won the against the Ravens. Okay, dude, team. that makes us better than the Ravens. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> And that also makes us better than the Chargers. It makes us better than everyone, really. Okay. Um, I'll go first again. Saquon Barkley versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, this isn't the running back sits of the week. This is the running back starts of the week. And yes, you read that right. Saquon Barkley versus Tampa Bay. If not <laughs> Barkley, it's Devontae Booker. Why am I so confident that it's going to be a smash play against probably the best run defense in the NFL? Because they're not the best run defense in the NFL in the past <gasps> couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. they just saw someone major in Vita Vea, the defensive tackle, the guy Vita who Vea carries that line, dude. Yeah, and I think I just saw him get injured, and as long as he's out, then it's going to be a smash play for Saquon Barkley. And I think Barkley is raring to go. He's heard all the you know talk that you know he's kind of overrated, he keeps getting injured every year. That if the Giants are going to stand a chance against the Buccaneers who have been struggling recently, they're going to have to put it on the ground. They're going to have to run it, have long sustained drives to keep Brady off the field, just like what Washington did with Gibson. It was super surprising to see Gibson do well. And I think it's going to start to be the trend more than, you know, an anomaly. I'd still sell Gibson high, but at the same time, I would start Saquon Barkley versus Tampa Bay. That's only if Vita Bay is that, though. Don't do anything. If he's back in, oh, put him in. Even there, dude. Put him in. Yeah. See what happens. All right, I can go next. Um, my life, my my start for this week is actually unlike my usual character. Um, I need you guys to listen to me carefully. I'm picking a patriot, and don't want to. Woo! I'm picking Damian Harris. Yeah. This Thursday against Atlanta. It's Atlanta. They're horrible. And we've seen what the run defense or run offense for New England can do last week with Ramondre Stevenson, Bolden, all these guys. But you know, at the end of the day, Damian Harris is a starter there, and he's going to be for probably the rest of the season. Even though Ramondre is probably the best back they have, I just don't think they're you know they're going <laughs> to move off of Damian Harris like that that quickly. And at least this week, especially against Atlanta, it's going to be a get ahead early, hold the lead type of game. So I like them as a start. Okay. Uh, well, mine is going to be uh, my start of the week for running back is uh, it's again, it's kind of a wash, you know, I keep coming back to him, but it's James Conner against the Seahawks. You know, the Seahawks run defense is awful. I mean, they're, they're, they're ranked 26th, I believe. They've given up like, I don't know how many rushing yards. 
Uh, it's like top, it's like bottom, bottom half. I mean, like bottom half, meaning like they, they, they've been giving up a lot of yards. So, and James Connors, he's just a TD monster, dude. And you know, the, the, the Cardinals have been playing that well recently, but I find that this is like their bounce back, you know, it's a battle of the birds and um, you know, they're out to kill. He still got a touchdown last week against the Panthers. Yeah, he, he still might got have gotten the only touchdown for the Cardinals. But, you know, he keeps on going. He keeps on trucking, dude. The one year that Matt doesn't buy him. <sighs> I miss you, James. You know, <laughs> my first James. Oh, well. That sounded kind of gay. but moving That on. sounded extremely <laughs> weird. <laughs> he knows what I meant. Okay. Let's continue. Let, me go, let me get controversial <laughs> with it, okay? Can I go first? Yeah. yeah I, I hate it, but, you know, go ahead. <laughs> okay everyone's gonna you know it just looked horrible last week you know they didn't do well at all they lost right against the trash team i don't know how mm-hmm. but this is the this is the week where um he gains all of his mojo back and he shows why um baker mayfield sucks i mean you know? first of all i think you might want to check that because i just realized they're on by so Are what you might want to go back. Was I looking at the wrong week? Yeah, because he's not a Cleveland Brown anymore. Yikers. You're <laughs> so right. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm okay. gonna start uh, no. Yeah. God dang change. it! I was, I was looking at the wrong sign. <laughs> I just realized that when I was. Yeah, I just team. realized I like, that. Wait stage. a second. God dang it! I okay. Nice. So Good work. God well, dang it! They both we we only comics. have the finest. We have the most up to date research here at SWS yeah, yeah. Council. Uh, I'm gonna start <laughs> off. This wide receiver start of the week. I'm going to go with A.J. Brown versus the Houston Texans. I get it. A.J. Brown gave you two points last week against the New Orleans Saints. And uh, you might be concerned because you think the sky is falling because no Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown's going to decline in value. He only had nine points in half PPR against the Rams. And you'd expect the passing volume to get bigger when Henry was gone. And that's not the case. But let me reassure you guys. A.J. Brown is completely fine. He faced Jalen Ramsey and Marcus Lattimore in the last two games. Even when Lattimore wasn't on him, they double-covered him because the Saints know that's basically their only weapon. And now he faces Houston. And let me tell you something about A.J. Brown versus Houston. A.J. Brown to Houston is basically like Debo Samuel to L.A. He loves to destroy them. And I think this is a completely smash start for them. First of all, Houston's terrible, bad defense. It's not like they could defend A.J. Brown if they tried. And now A.J. Brown gets a chance to, you know, bounce back and kind of show everyone that he's still the top guy, he's still the alpha in the wide receiving room. He's going to go off for a huge game. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I mean, more of like a buy low candidate. But, you know, I think that's <laughs> definitely, a, definitely a good call there. Uh, for me this week, I'm going to hit the trifecta and I'm going to go Bateman three weeks in a row. No, I'm, oh just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just want to see what your guys' reaction would be. Uh, no, yeah. Even uh, though he did not, pop off. He did. I mean, he's playing better and better yeah, every week. Well. So, well. yeah. So, I mean, it technically could be my start of the week. But, you know. I just, I just realized you have another Thursday night football player in here. God damn. Oh, I, I didn't even notice. But thank, thank you for letting me know. Uh, my, my start of this week uh, for receiver is going to be Elijah Moore. Especially in a deeper league. Um, I think he has a lot of uh, talent and he has a great matchup against Miami. So those are two things that, you know, really are what you're looking for in a receiver. 
Um, they've been passing the ball a lot better, surprisingly. I mean, if it's the Jets, so you don't really expect that. So Joe Flacco starting this week, it's a big, you know, if, but last four weeks against all these bad matchups, Buffalo, New England, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, he's still gotten double digits every week. And he had 27, two touchdowns against Indianapolis. So I think that was his worst matchup out of the four. And he's had another really good matchup. He'll be able to compete with Miami. He'll be able to get some yards and touchdowns. And Joe Flacco could sling, you know, like there's never been a problem for Joe Flacco to sling the ball. So I think that's what's going to, you know, happen for the Jets. I don't know if it's going to be very successful in a sense, but I think you'll get him a lot of points out of Elijah Moore. What a, what a pick. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys, for letting you guys down. I didn't realize that uh, I had the wrong information. Jesus. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, my start of the week is going to be <laughs> – ooh. ooh, Maybe if this was like 2014, 13, it'd be okay. But I'm going to say it anyway because, you know, maybe I just want Stefan Diggs to have a great year – a great game because – Whenever I choose these players, I swear to God, they always do the opposite. And then, like, a player on the on the same team does better, like, does what they were supposed to do. So I'm going to say Emmanuel Sanders is going to have a great week against the Colts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know the Colts' defense is kind of okay, but uh, the, the Colts have been giving up the most. Like, I think they're the second, third most points to wide receivers uh, this se- season. And, you know, they're going to try to cut for digs. You know, and Cole Beasley, I think, is injured. I don't think he practiced today. And so that leaves Emmanuel Sanders the second option to catch all those um, those passes that we usually go to Cole Beasley and uh, Diggs. Yeah. Um, I almost got thrown off for a second there. I thought you were talking about Stephon Diggs, and I was like, 2014, 2013? No. But, yeah. Sanders is well, still good. Earlier, earlier. Yeah. Yeah, earlier than that. Sorry. All right, tight end starts of the week. I'm going with Mike Kosicki versus the Jets. I chose him last going. week. Yeah, I'm going to keep going on that trend. Of uh, We didn't pick him last week, I think. Two weeks but, ago. Yeah, what two a weeks he played like fucking shit last week. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even play. He didn't play bad. He had seven he played targets. Horrible. He had zero points, right? But I saw those snaps because I was against him. And there's a lot of deflections, basically, or overthrows. And I don't think it's going to be an issue because, look, he got you a zero-point game, right? He gave you a goose egg for the second time this season. And you're probably mad about it. You probably lost your uh, game because of it. But let me reassure you about something. He had seven targets. He's still a big part of this offense. And he Tua's not going to neglect him just because he didn't come up with anything last time. He's still going to be a big part of the offense. He's a focal point. And the fact is that you would rather have Mike Kosicki, who got zero catches on seven targets, than TJ Hawkinson, who got zero catches on one target. I disagree. And, and has Jared Goff as his quarterback. Or someone else for some reason, because he might not play next week. God forbid the quarterback who comes after Jared Goff, who's backing up Jared Goff and couldn't get playing time until now. <laughs> you know what's so funny that you mentioned Jared Goff and the Lions and you know their tight end? That yeah. I was going to actually pick TJ Hawkinson this week. Oh, so, man. You know, as a start uh, of the week? Not as, as a my sit, start like of the week. Year? As my start, Ooh, no, 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 no. As <laughs> my start of the week because, you know, he had a zero-point performance and no targets, which I think is better, in a sense, than what happened to Jasicki. I personally believe that 
you know, he wasn't involved in the offense just because of the way the game ended up turning out for the Lions. They were really successful against the Steelers running the ball. And obviously that's not what Hawkinson is going to be doing. He's going to be out there blocking when he has to now. And he's a decent blocker for, for a tight end. So, you know, this week they're coming back and they're playing the Browns. And I think that's much more of a uh, where he's going to be involved more in the pass game. They're going to have to, you know, pass the ball more where they have a better run defense. You know, you know, last week we weren't really, as a Steeler fan, we weren't really playing our best, you know, defensive game. When he is ever. Uh, usually when we whoop you guys, but it's all good. Because <laughs> you didn't you play it. What are you talking about? No, nah, no. I'm, I'm, I mean, like against the Bills week one. Nah, that's one of, <laughs> one of those. Yeah, uh, that was a fluke. No, that was that was one of those legendary Steelers performances. But, you know, we'll save those for the playoffs, but not against the Lions. So the Browns, they'll be a good, better matchup for Hawk. And I just think that because they didn't target him at all, there's just bound to be targets, and he'll actually catch those targets. For Jasicki, he might not even get seven targets next game. So even if he does catch a few, that's not going to make him fantasy relevant, you know? At least that's how I believe it. I look forward to this. I would love to see who gets out of the goose egg first and gets bigger. So, okay, we'll my start of the week at tight end, I'm going to go full homer on this, is uh, Hunter Henry versus the Falcons. And actually, Hunter Henry is killing it this past, I mean, recently, right? Uh, he got, scored two touchdowns last, uh, last game. For, on four receptions, really. And the reason why I say, you know, Hunter Henry, especially this week, is because it's on a short week. It's against a, it's a Falcons, you know. Falcons are a trash defense. And, um, you know, since it's going to be a short week, they're not going to have time to plan. And it seems like um, Mac Jones loves to go to Hunter Henry in the, in the red zone. And so, you know, you go – I'm pretty sure since Mac's, Mac is still young, he's going to go to the people that he knows, you know. And Hunter Henry just seems like a big target right now. And his favorite guy, most reliable. And, you know, tight ends always so TD reliant anyway, unless you have like, like um, Kittle or uh, Mark Andrews, you know, or, or uh, it doesn't even matter the other guy because he sucks. But, you know, it's a strong weekend. Did you have him as a sit of the week last week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you, dude. They always end up doing the wrong thing, dude. Stop. God, they, 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 they Patrick have, Mahomes too. I was like, oh no. They have to be listening. I swear to God, they have to be listening. Yeah, All Patrick our listeners Mahomes are just different NFL out. players that we talk about that week. Yeah. Jackson listens. Uh, Jackson Mahomes listens to our podcast, and then he talks to Patrick about it. <laughs> he uses he uses our audio in his songs. Yeah. Like, it, they played. I, I knew it sounded familiar. <laughs> they played in the background, dude, to, as motivation. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I want to piss a player off this week, and I hope it works. And that kind of, you know, leads us into our next one um, for our sits for quarterback. And uh, I need Russell Wilson to get laid on fire, as last week he was my starting date. <laughs> so, so I'm hoping that if I put him as my sit this week, he'll go crazy. I know right? you got played by the video, dude. Is that how it works, right? This is how it works, you said? I told you. I told you that video was trash. All right, all right, all right. I know it was sort of ass, but I'll let it, I'll let it, I'll let it sell me, all right? And, you know, it is what it is. Now I'm hating on him, so it better work. Russell Wilson, I need a good week from you, so you're my suit of the week. You suck. <laughs> Dude, you know how that always – you know how it goes, bro. Anyway, I'll, I'll go next, I guess. Um, my suit of the week is Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a – it's kind of an easy, easy pick, you know? 
They played the Saints this week, one of the best defenses in the league. You know, he likes to run. They can stuff to run if they need a pat. Jalen, well, I'm not even going to talk about passing because Hurts can't ever pass, you know. Even though he got two touchdowns last week, it's just going to be a bad week for him, per usual. And if he does make up his his uh, his points, well, dang it, dude. You're just following everything that's happening. I, I said Holmes last week, and then uh, two weeks ago, I think I said Tannehill. I think he went off, you know, so – Congratulations! Have a career I guess game. you're gonna have a career game next week. Or this, yeah, this this game this week. Congratulations! I'll tell you who won't have a career game, and I'll say that with confidence. It's uh, Kirk Cousins versus the Packers. If you, this looks familiar, I had him as my sit of the week last week as well, and uh, I'm gonna continue the trend. He did decently against the Chargers. He got like 17 points, but you like that? No, it's fine. It's fine. Good for you, Kirk. But now he faces a Packers defense that is on fire right now. They don't even have Jair Alexander. And they hold, held Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson to a all combined total 24 points in the last two games. Not, fan, uh, not real points, but maybe even real points, but fantasy points. That means all of them combined scored 24 points. And these are like two of them are potential MVP candidates. The other is a bum who had to sit out for a finger injury. <laughs> and I don't think that Kirk Cousins could even be close to be compared to any of them. Of course, the division, no game, you know, stuff could happen. But at the same time, I think this Packers defense is just on a hot streak right now. I don't think it's going to stop against Kirk Cousins. Um, I would bench him. Absolutely. You hear that, Kirk? Oof. Dang. Yeah. If that's how you feel, let him know, man. I don't that's want to trade for him. I don't know what Kyle ever wanted you. Uh, <laughs> sounds like very emotional pain. <laughs> okay. All right. So, oh, you want to go? Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, man. You're so nice. All right. <laughs> My bench is Lee. Um, I'm going to have to go with, I could go multiple different ways. I was thinking about a different few guys here. I'm still thinking between them. I'm going to go Mark Ingram. He had a really good week last week, and I started him in a few 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 leagues. And if I knew Kamara was going to be out, he would have been my starter of the week. I did end up starting him in like three or four leagues, so I was pretty happy with uh, his performance. Um, but this week, it's uh, Philly. Philly's been giving up a lot of stats to running backs, fantasy wise. But you know, they're still a good run defense in a sense. And I don't think that you know they're going to be playing um, in front much. So like like last week, they upset. So they were, you know, kind of still running the ball and you're controlling the clock. Whereas this week, you know, the Saints are it's a much different story for them. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think this is going to be a great matchup for Mark Ingram. So, you know, that's that's just my opinion here. And I feel like there's I think he's at the point if Kamara comes back, he's cuttable. That's just me, though. Yeah, I mean, I agree. If Kamara's back, I think you can cut Mark Ingram in if you're in a, like a eight to ten man league i think that's fine mm-hmm. yeah my stick goes regardless if Kamara's there or not i think maybe if Kamara's still out another week that just off volume i would be able to start be okay with starting ingram but i would definitely start looking other ways yeah um i'm gonna give it oh you yeah oh, go. i haven't given him my running back yet jesus dude come on Oof. okay 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 uh, I don't know whether or not I really want this to happen. Maybe it's just I want to do a reverse reverse uh, jinx. Um, I'm just going to say sit Austin Eckler this week against the Steelers. you got to give the Steelers credit where credit is due, right, right G? 
you know, they're one of the top uh, defenses in the league. All right of a sudden. Top eight. You know, it's like that was a huge reversal from 10 minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, and, and I, don't know, I just don't – I think the, the Chargers have been off recently. I don't know what's wrong with them. I mean, they won – was it last – oh, no, they lost – exactly. See, they, they lost like a week against the Vikings trash. And, I mean, how can they win against the Vikings? How can they lose against the Vikings and win against the Steelers, you know? So Mason Rudolph. It's a it's a it's a reverse jinx. Hopefully, you know. Yes. Now, I hope you're reverse rooting. Reverse jinx is reverse jinx, but that makes it a regular jinx, and then he does play like. No, please stop that, dude. I need him to do great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our starts and sits are going to become. Sits and starts. Yeah, this is yeah, just this is jinxed. Starts. Yeah, these are just jinxes. All right. I am a jinx, at least. Don't listen to yeah. what I say. It ends up jinxing. I, I picked my running back sit of the week as based on the sit. I don't have Josh Jacobs in any of my leagues, and I don't intend to because I would I would hate to have Josh Jacobs right now because he's not doing well this season. Josh Jacobs is the definition of a front runner, unintended. He basically does well when the team is winning and he sucks when they're losing. He doesn't do anything like against Kansas city. He had like 16 yards rushing. Dude, they had their number always. And then all of a sudden I swear to God, flip the script because I jinxed them. Yeah. And basically like there's this thing going on on the Raiders subreddit where there's this, some guy had a coin and he basically flipped the coin and predicted each game of the season and how it's going to go, like, if it's heads, like, they win. If it's tails, they lose. So far, the coin has been right every single week so far. 100% accuracy? Yes. It picked the it picked the Raiders to beat the Ravens and the Steelers, and then it picked them to lose to the Giants and the Bears, which is uh, phenomenal. And it predicted the Kansas City loss, and it predicts a Cincinnati loss this week. So I, I think Cincinnati is a pretty good team, and I think that the coin – you can't beat the coin, baby. So, so you're it. telling the viewers or listeners to not listen to you, but listen to the coin. Exactly. I'm saying that I listen to the coin, so they should listen to the coin. Okay. That's yeah. definitely logic. <laughs> Only the best. Only the best. All our six of the week. Makes sense. Yeah, I believe in I believe in like the beauty magic coins. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want to be I want to be super con- controversial again with my picks. You already know what I do. I, I'm dude, and honestly these are picks. Uh, yeah, miss picks and then they end up doing exactly what I don't want them to do. Right. Maybe I, okay. I won't go with I won't go with my pick, even though I said CD Lamb initially. Um, I'm gonna go with the my sit of the week is DJ Moore. You know, it's too volatile at, at the quarterback position. Plus, they're playing um, what's it called Washington. Well, of course, you think that underrated saying, defense, huh? underrated defense. De- dear God, I I thought they were gonna be so great coming into this season. I don't know what happened. Didn't you predict them to win the division? Yeah, I did predict. Well, okay, l- listen, dude. No one thought, no one knew the Cowboys were going to be this great. Okay. I knew the Cowboys were going to be this great. I picked the Cowboys to win the division. You're such a bum, dude. I think, <laughs> I think Gio is also with me where the Cowboys didn't win. But, you know, yeah, I had the Giants. They love you. So. So, yeah, it's, it's either that's... a jinx or I'm correct because, you know, Cam Newton sucks. PG Tucker sucks. And, uh, you know, what, what else? But yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Walker. I'm sorry, that was kind of racist. But it's <laughs> PJ Tucker versus Walker. I get it, but at the same time, I don't think he's played. Tucker yet, Walker. So. Yeah. 
Well, he still sucks Steve Tucker, so whatever. I guess that's a fair point. No, but um, really, my real pick is CD Lamb. Okay. Mm, all right, that's fair. I mean, every single one of these is has like, CD Lamb. This is jinxes. You got jinxes going on, and then you got the real sits of the week. It, it doesn't work if the like now CD Lamb's going to go off and DJ Moore is actually no, going to No, no, no. Because the jinx is now it's going to flip between the CD Lamb is actually going to get jinxed. And no, it's, because the, it's because the boys are going to be winning the entire game. And so they're just going to keep running it with Dak. Dak is going to have a great uh, game. Against Kansas who do I, City? Who do uh, I jinx now? Who do I jinx now? All right, Lee. I still hope it's DJ Moore. <laughs> All right, let's let's move. I got two receivers too, but they're on the same team, in my opinion. Dude, right, stop picking the Patriots. I, I swear to God, I'm not. I'm not. I'm picking the <laughs> Bears. I'm picking the Bears. I got <laughs> Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney. Uh, I think both of them are unplayable this week. I don't know which one of them will get uh, Marlon Humphrey because I don't know why he'd want to guard either of them because they both suck. So, you know, I think it'll probably be on Mooney. And Allen Robinson is pretty much atrocious this year. He played half decently against us two weeks ago, but I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen again. They're pretty bad as a team. Alan Robinson so, is not elite, and neither is his yeah. quarterback. I don't think there's need. There needs to be too much explain, explanation for this one. The thing is, he can't. He can't make every garbage quarterback look good. He had Bortles. He had Trubisky. He had Mike Lennon. I feel like Dalton give, was the best chance. Yeah, give him a bone. Oh man. Either way, I feel bad for him. Okay. I got uh, Terry McLaurin versus the Carolina Panthers. Hurts my heart. Scary Terry, but it's no longer October. It's November, midway through <laughs> November. <laughs> Carolina's defense is absolutely legit. It's basically the, the reason why they still have a chance at the playoffs, despite you know all the Darnold stuff and every like all the quarterbacks that are coming around. McLaurin, you know, the thing is that he's had good games, but he's also like he's a great wide receiver, but at the same time, his team is terrible. And he faces the Allen Robinson kind of uh vibe where he never gets a good quarterback going to him. He had half a quarter of Ryan Fitzpatrick, but that's it. And you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't the greatest as well. And now he faces a tough Carolina defense. I think Washington is a little bit too high on their own medicine after the Bucks upset. And now they're going to get stomped by Carolina. Cam really probably wants to beat his former head coach. And when Washington sucks, their entire you know offense sucks. Really, you really hope for garbage time with McLaurin, but Heineke is just not that guy. He's, He's too inconsistent. Stop. Yeah, he only beats yeah. Bucks. That's the thing. Yeah, he only plays <laughs> good against them. He only beat them once too. <laughs> he got his revenge once. Yeah, much less a fair point. Game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and that moves us to our tight ends for this week. And my tight end is actually this is the first time I think this has ever happened where we've had the start and a sit for the same tight end. I'm going to be going uh, Giuseppe this week. This oh, is okay. absolutely this is an absolute <laughs> personal pain you this week. Him. I hate him. Just out of spite, I will be picking Giuseppe. Um, he had zero. Like I said earlier, he had zero this week last week and he had seven targets and that's a lot of targets to not catch a pass so you know obviously he might keep he most likely will catch a couple this week but i don't think uh, you know he's gonna have like a relatively useful fantasy week i said this earlier and i'm just doubling down on it this this time around vendettas are getting stronger here <laughs> i think it's starting to affect our work <laughs> per usual you know 
We're very emotional yeah. people. No, I never this emotional I podcast. This yeah, is fantasy emotional. football. You have to be very emotional. Yeah, honestly. Um, so I'm just my pick of the week or my set of the week is uh, Zach Ertz because um, you know I hate him for uh, pooping on the Patriots again. This is a mo- emotionally charged, um, emotionally charged sit. You know, I mean he's still a viable option compared to all tight other tight ends. You know, but just this week, he's just going to suck because I said so. Um, and because he, he won against the Patriots uh, in 2018. So, or 2018. So I'm just praying his downfall. But really, it's against the Seahawks who, have been giving, who haven't been giving up a lot of points. I think they average about four points against tight ends. So, Four points? I think so. I think that's the average. I don't know. That's pretty good. It's not good for well, okay, tight end, you know. I guess tight end really does suck. Yeah, it's I hard. Guess. It's hard to figure out stats for tight ends because not there's not a lot of good tight ends. No, it's, never. So Such like, a yeah. Even the good ones can give you a goose egg. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with again. This isn't based on emotion. If you wanted to say I was biased towards this player, maybe you could. But I'm gonna go with Kyle Pitts against the New England Patriots. I could have sworn you picked him last week. I no, don't no. think I did. Fant. Yeah, yeah. And he went off. Fant actually, both of them had a good game. Um, Fant and Alberto. Like, I, I love that side of the week. I was I was proud of that one. But either way, Kyle Pitts versus New England. The thing is with the New England defense, Bill Belichick excels at being able to take away the best player on your team offensively and forces you to do anything but uh, give it to that guy. We've seen it several times, and we've seen it, honestly, over the last 20 years. You have 20 years of game tape that you can kind of show based on that. And if you want to look at all the Falcons players, it's either going to be Cordero Patterson, who is probably hurt and probably will not play in this game, or Kyle Pitts, because Ridley is not there. And basically, Matt Ryan would be only targeting Kyle Pitts. He is an absolute monster. He is a freak, and he lines up a lot on the outside. And he's basically not even the tight end at that point. But that just makes it easier for him to be neutralized by Bill Belichick. I think they're going to come up with a defensive game plan to completely take him away, force Ryan to throw it to whoever else is his wide receivers, like Russell Gage or Tajay Sharp or whatever. And they're just going to do their best to make sure Pitts is out of the uh, game. I agree. I agree with you. Okay. I wonder why. Yeah. Well, honestly, (laughs) in all honesty, that's what they do. Perfect. Spot on. Yeah. It makes it. Bill Belichick is incredible. Yeah. Bill Belichick's a great. uh, He's the the greatest of all time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Let me just comment on this. I was looking back at our old podcast. I like the last week's podcast. Dude, our picks sucked. (laughs) Yo, other than like Debo, even though Debo was kind of a free one, it sucked. Let me see. Wentz is okay. Pittman is okay. Javante was not good. Ty Johnson, I thought, actually did not bad. Fire move okay. really sucked, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. It Sorry. pissed me off. He fumbled at the end. That's the thing. Schultz was also bad. That sucked. He had like one catch. Yeah. Debo yeah. oh. went off. James Conner only had, had the only touchdown. I had Mahomes, obviously. <laughs> CMC does what he does. So sad. I think AJ Brown sucked last week. I'm pretty sure. Swift versus Pittsburgh was bad. 
um, that, that, that was a bad sit. Sorry, guys. Goddard got <laughs> hurt, so that's the only reason why I probably won that one. Yeah, we don't need to check for accuracy. We just kind of hey, we, we pride ourselves. Now we, we did it based on accuracy. Now we do it on emotion. So let's see how this new method works. No, I I was 50-50. I'm always 50-50 with it. Okay, guys, just so that you know, I'm 50-50 with it. <laughs> you just, you just got to figure out which one's the 50 that you want. <laughs> I just narrowed it down. I just narrowed it down for you, okay? Most of the time, I'm going to be wrong. So choose that guy. 100%. I help you. I help you with that at least. We're going to do some fantasy football council real quick. We're going to do what we did last time. We're going to have three minutes to basically uh, answer all the questions that we have here. And there's probably a lot. So let's okay. get started. All right. Let's set the timer. Three, two, one. Pick two for PPR. At least one running back. Myers, Elijah Moore, Jamal Agnew, Brandon Bolden, Adrian Peterson, or Deonta Foreman. Puke. Oh, this is terrible. Okay, for sure, Jamal Agnew. I like him because he always just picks up garbage time points, dude. I the, like I pick them up in our, our sleeper league, and the one week I don't start him, dude. Swear to God, he had like fourteen points on PPR. I don't know. I'm I'm going Elijah Moore. He was already my. I already talked about him earlier, but I'm going him and Foreman. That's where I was leaning as well. I was going to Agnew and Foreman. Okay, full PPR Eckler versus. Jamar Chase. Ooh. Ooh. Jamar. What? Jamar yeah, from afar. I already put I already put Eckler in the dirt, so I'll just choose Jamar. I still want Eckler, but yeah. Non-PPR 10 team, so he has to wait for AB to play. So it's either Darnell Mooney, Ramondre Stevenson, Devonta Freeman. Oh. oh my god. I think I don't know. I think Damian Harris is gonna come back. So he wants but one person, right? One person. I'll just say Freeman. I'd wait I mean, for AB to come back. So no Stevenson. I'd pick Freeman as well. I'd pick Freeman. Yeah, I would wait. I would wait. I'd wait and then go Mooney. No, actually, I would not. I'd take that back. No, I know. I know. But it's yeah. not like – I know, but Devontae Freeman is not like a – I mean, dude, I he had like one – it was down last week, but the week before that – Latavius is back. Oh, dang it. Honestly, honestly, actually, I take everything back. Just start with Andre Stevenson. Okay. No, I think that Harris is. I mean, back. I think so too, but I think out of the guys that we have listed, if AB's not playing, he's going to be screwed with the two other options left. Yeah, I'd say Ramondre then, if if that's the case. No, I still think Devontae uh, Freeman, bro. I don't think AB comes back though. So if you were to say that AB doesn't come back, yeah, I'd go Ramondre. Dude, that's a sh- that's a shared. It, no, but if Harris you comes can, back, if Harris comes be back, to... then I go Devontae. That's the thing. Yes. You got to be able to find something on the waiver wire. I'm just going to say Freeman. Okay. Yeah. We're going to move on here. With Jacoby Myers or Mike Kosicki. Jacoby Myers just got a touchdown. We got to celebrate that. Let's go, boys. Good job. The guy finally did it. He deserved it. Well yeah. done. Everyone and I will also pick, I'll pick Mike Kosicki because he's my start of the week. I will go Jacoby Myers because Jacoby is my start of the week. <laughs> I will go with Jacoby Myers because I'm a homer and he's actually legit. Yeah. Okay. Ayuk or Mooney? Leaning Mooney. I say Ayuk. The missing I, don't, I like Ayuk too. Yeah. I like Ayuk too, honestly. Too many mm-hmm. co- targets. Clean sweep. Yeah. All right. 10 team PPR. I need to pick one for my flex this week. Waddle, Higgins, Bateman. Waddle. Ooh, I, Waddle. I don't think you can go wrong. Higgins, Higgins dude. That's no, a... no, no. Higgins is the last option. It goes Waddle, Bateman, <laughs> then Higgins. What are you talking about, bro? For the flex? Bro, don't, don't keep Higgins sleeping is... on Bateman, bro. 
No, Higgins is a, he's a safe pick. Higgins gets like six, seven catches a, a, a game reception. Right. We're done. We're out of time, but we're going to get one trade question. Give Higgins. No. Daryl Williams. He has C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin, Deontay yeah. Johnson. And Clyde no, be, because isn't Clyde coming back? Yeah. That guy's no, but regardless of Dar- don't I do that. Darrell Williams is still going to be better, but I would still keep Higgins. I feel like Williams is going to be a bigger part than they think. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't trust Clyde. That's the thing. I don't either. I already picked on him. Higgins. He is my. So. I just don't think that they're going to be running the ball much, though. They haven't, even when they blew out the Raiders, they, didn't run, they ran the ball more. But if they split that 50 50 and then split the, like, even before, Clyde is like William passing. He's a good pass catching running back, right? Yeah, he, he, he got, he got all his points last, last game as a receiver. Yeah, but Clyde's a better receiver, bro. Other than no, one, if you take the general body of work, Clyde's a better he's got, receiver. He's got slippery fingers, bro. He got butter fingers. Mm, I'm I'm bigger on Clyde. I always thought that Darrell Williams was going to take over the position eventually because Ceh is just garbage. I pooped on him at the beginning of the season. I said that he was going to be my uh, stay away from him at all costs because he's too high of a pick. He's not going to give you the results. Deontay. I just don't buy. I just don't buy Higgins is going to be a big option. I don't understand why you guys don't think Higgins valuable. Just because Jamar Chase. No, I just never believed. Like, I just don't think he gets enough volume. Like, he, it'd be a great you know, he gets like seven, eight. Uh, the thing is, he, he's got CD, he's got Terry, he's got Deontay, right? I think Terry's the worst one out of there. So if you, you, but it's hard for me to bench Terry for T. Higgins. What does a superflex mean? That's like, but Terry. you don't know what's going to happen the week after, bro, everyone. you know? You don't know what's going to happen next week. It's good to have an extra receiver just left yeah, over. But, you know, you could say that as well. You could say Clyde edwards Hilaire comes back and then he dies immediately. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Darryl oh, he's Williams a CEH owner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I guess so. I, I get your logic. I wouldn't be mad about it, but I don't okay. know. It's always we already own Clyde. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that's what I'm going with. I'm bigger on Clyde, so yeah, I would just rock out with Clyde, and if it doesn't work out, then you still have all your receivers, and you can make a different trade for Higgins later, you know. But once you make that trade for or that trade for Darrell Williams, and he's, you know, Clyde becomes back and takes the starting role, he's gonna have no value. I don't know with G this time. I'll, I'll stick with Higgins because I like Higgins. He's a good player. You already have Ceh, and I, I, I mean, I'm so sure that Darrell Williams isn't gonna be. That he's I mean, he's gonna be the the lead back. That's how bad Ch is. But you know, if it if it were, if I'm wrong, congratulations Ch, you proved me wrong. But I still say Higgins. All right, that will do it for this episode of the show. Again, forty episodes, crazy. Um, forty episodes already. Yeah, we're at forty episodes. If you guys still listen, if you guys have listened for forty episodes, congratulations on wasting your time, you brain dead monkeys. Even I haven't listened to all 40 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in all of them. <laughs> I know. Doing these things is like, oh, my God. Hey, but we love you all the same. Well, thank all, you. All love. I um, call you monkeys, but, you know, I'm just joking. I love you guys. Yeah. Follow yeah, us. When they come back, because we're obviously getting them good enough, good advice. Right. Yeah. No one would ever come back. If they... They're, everyone's just listening to see what Gav has to say and then do the opposite of what he's doing. Exactly. NFL players. Yes. See, the thing is, until NFL players deny it, they're clearly watching our show. Yeah. 
it, so. I'm just I'm following my my idol Skip Bayless. What a great idol that. What a great idol. <laughs> no logic. I could be calling Cowherd, but you know that guy is trash. Where you at, Colin? All right. Come on, Colin. Follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music. We are Sports Council. And follow us on Twitter, at Bay Council. Uh, that'll wrap it up, guys. Thank you, and good night. Good luck on those playoff pushes, boys. Push it out. <laughs>